This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, Christian Nelson, Chandler Guadagnin, and Brianna Leal, with special guest Dylan Pope. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. Okay, so we're talking about escape rooms today. Um, escape rooms are, in my opinion, a lot of fun. Brianna, how do you feel about escape rooms? I love them too, especially when you go with your bestie and you're just so bad at escape rooms that if you were to be put in a Saw room or like in a Saw movie, you probably wouldn't survive. Yeah. We'd probably be laughing the entire time. There you go. <laughs> Chandler, what do you think about escape rooms? They're not my jam. No. No. Uh, I think, I guess my brain power is taxed when I try and figure out what the heck is going on. And so I'm just like exhausted by the time I get out of there. I'm like, uh, I want to go to bed. I don't know, you know, but I get that. I think that's what it was. I'm like, I'm looking there for like relaxing time. Mm-hmm. And for me, like my brain power just like goes out the door. So I'm just like so tired, but it's, it's all right. I know? get that. No. Yeah. yeah I think, uh, sometimes you got to be in the right mood and sometimes just, uh, Puzzles aren't everyone's thing, you know, and I totally get that. But um, what I what I like about escape rooms is that uh, it gives you this. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for for set dressing or backdrop when it comes to things. Like I will power through things even if I don't necessarily like them because I enjoy the aesthetic things around it. Uh, like I'll do that with video games. Like I'll play through a video game even if I'm like not super into it or it's like really grindingly hard because I like the way it looks. And I'm the same way with escape rooms. So when like an escape room is presented as kind of like a murder mystery or something that really intrigues me, it makes me want to solve the puzzles more. It like kind of flicks a a switch in my brain that makes me feel like this is really fun. When normally I'm actually, I'm kind of like you Chandler. I'm not a huge puzzle guy. Uh, I don't, I don't love puzzles like that, but it's there's something about the uh, the aesthetic, the atmosphere that's created that makes me like escape rooms. What about yeah. you, Brianna? Especially for me, I remember I I've done a couple of escape rooms since I've been here. I've never done any outside of Idaho, but since I've been here, I know one time my apartment complex they hosted this really cool um, game night. Or you could play Just Dance, you could do karaoke. There was also included escape rooms where they 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 made these specific apartments that are supposed to be for, you know, to show as, I guess you could say, um, example for their website. And they turned them into escape rooms. One of my favorite ones was the Alice in Wonderland. That seems to be very popular in the escape room, you know, game industry. Like the genre, yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty fun. And then there was another one based on Star Wars, and I thought that was really cool too. Even though I I don't necessarily know a lot about Star Wars, but it was still really fun to do. Yeah, I think that that's a, a fun aspect of them is that like, you get to have these uh, these different experiences that are based off of different properties or, or whatever that kind of, uh, I think, draw in and intrigue people. Um, and, and so it's a lot of fun in that way, yeah. 
Yeah, especially when they bring fantasies to life. Yeah. And I think um, the production, quality of production makes a difference. So if it's if it's a well-put-together thing and you, you spend some good capital on it, right, that makes a huge difference in how it's presented, the aesthetic of it, right, Christian, and the, the, the total amount of fun that you can have at an escape room. Oh, totally. I um, So I've been to... I've been to like three escape rooms in in my life, um, and they've always been pretty fun. So the first one I ever went to was actually in Utah, and I was in high school. So this was like almost 10 years ago. It's like 2014 or 2015. And it was a zombie survival uh, escape room where we were in a like laboratory, and there was an actor who was chained to the— Well, so it starts out like there's no one there. Right. And you're just trying to solve it. And then 15 minutes into the hour, the there are these alarms that start going off. And this this door uh, like like, you know, you've seen like, you know, doors in Star Wars where they kind of like like go up. It's like one of those like slowly rises up in this cages in this back room and you can hear someone like yipping and yelling and like thrashing around in there with like a chain rattling. And you're like, this is creepy. This is really like kind of scary. It was a really high production value set. And um, eventually, and you can see them come up to the cage every once in a while because it's like dark in the back. So like they can hide in the shadow, but then come up to the cage. And then another 15 minutes in, the cage opens and they come out. And then a voice over the speaker tells us that like every five minutes, the zombie's chain is going to get looser on the wall and they can come out and reach us further. And if they tag you, you're out, you get taken out of the escape room and you have to watch your family, uh, or your friends. I was with my family, but, uh, like finish the escape room. So we were trying to solve all these puzzles and there's this guy like running at us and trying to get stuff. And like, there's some where you have to like distract him. And like, it, it was really funny. And the actor really sold it. You know, they, they made it, really fun and intense and uh you know your your shoulders are just tight the whole time because you're like this guy's creepy looking uh and so anyway that that was a lot of fun and then another one I did was up here in Rexburg uh there was like a it was like a it was themed after like it was like a mixture of like magicians and casinos in Las Vegas which is where I'm from so it was, it was kind of funny seeing all that but and it was, you were trying to solve like a some sort of like hidden murder mystery thing. It was like, it was a lot of fun. So, but, but that one always sticks out in my head, the zombie one, because it was so much. And the other one is fun too, but it's just like, it sold it, right? Like I was like, dang, this is, this is a lot. So I've never heard of that. That's that is so, so cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. I mean, like, I imagine like a cross pollination between like a, a haunted maze, right? Almost. And then like you're doing an escape room at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that. It was, it was actually, uh, cause at first you're just like, okay, we're in a room. It's themed zombie. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my goodness. There's like, a zombie. <laughs> they really threw a wrench into it. So yeah. What about you, Brianna? Which ones have you done? Um, so there was definitely the Star Wars, the, there was also, the Alice in Wonderland that I did. That one was pretty fun. There was another one. I believe it was based on Hogwarts. Which one was your favorite? My favorite actually was pretty funny. It was a previous one or not too far away one that I did. 
um, on my endowment last year. Uh huh. So um, it was essentially you got abducted, uh, abducted by aliens, and you had to escape from their little pod. It was so funny because we're like, no, this is the vial. It's supposed to go there. And just yeah. the entire time, we were just laughing and having fun. We were turning a serious situation into something that was funny. And that's what I really enjoyed about it is that it was such a tiny little room because it's like essentially you're escaping from a pod, like an alien pod. And you had to essentially get boggled into a seat. And you had to figure out how to get out of that seat right then and there. <laughs> so you're like buckled in a seat and you have to like find a way to unlock Get out it, of or? there. That's just the first step. <laughs> there's like, there's even like a code that you have to decode in uh, one of the parts. And it was, it was just great. I loved it. Yeah. So you're locked in a chair in a locked room. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> great. Sounds <laughs> like fun. Yeah. <laughs> It, it is it is funny how um, I think that like in real life you'd never want to be abducted by aliens or chased by a zombie or it, you know trying to escape from some murderer's you know uh, hotel room you know when you're trying to find dirt on him or whatever like but those are the scenarios that fictionally are exciting right and like we want to put ourselves in them so it's it's kind of funny that like we enjoy doing that. And I think it's interesting because it's um, it's a big confidence builder. Like when you when you solve the puzzles and you get through stuff, you're kind of like, oh, I did that. Like I figured that out, and or your group did. And so sometimes it's uh, you know, it can feel really good. You know, even if the puzzle maybe isn't that hard in the moment, you don't realize it because you're like being timed and all of this stuff. So it, uh, I don't know. It's it a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And essentially when we did that, when we were able to escape the chair that we were locked in, we actually figured out how to get out of it, not using the original method they provided us. So we essentially found a new way to get out of it because the original method did not include what we did. What did you do? Um, Essentially, we got this. I don't remember much because actually we had a fun night, but... (laughs) It was, um, so essentially you were supposed to use these scissor looking things to get yourself out of it that were just, I believe they were sitting in the chair next to us. We just didn't know what it was for. So we, I believe we got it out using something else that was flat, but I just can't remember what it was. Could you imagine? They're like, go back. You did it wrong. Do it this way. (laughs) Get relocked in your seat. Yeah. Yeah. We were given an hour to escape it. No. The entire room? Yeah. Or just the chair? Okay. I was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> just the chair. It's a rough one. Oh, yeah. Which ones have you done, Chandler? I've done one, uh, just one, and it was a murder mystery one. So we had to figure out who killed who. And it was interesting. Like I said, my brain power was not uh, at its top peak because it was late at night and I was exhausted. But. Um, it was interesting and, and maybe I should go back at it again and see, you know, if I'm fresher, if it's earlier in the day, right. If I would be willing to not participate more cause I participated, but also just like, if it would be more intriguing to me, I think, I think that would play a role in it too. So I'd be willing to do it again. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, Brianna and I did some research on 
different aspects of escape rooms and why they're good. And so maybe these these reasons can also convince you to to try it again. Yeah, convince me, guys. Yeah, so uh, I'll start really quickly. Um, so I just simply looked into some of the benefits of escape rooms. Um, and one of the big things that seems to come up over and over again from uh, a lot of these different websites and Google results is that it is a it is a good team building thing, uh, and so if you have a group of people who maybe you, maybe it's coworkers or something like that, uh, this might be a really good idea to do as a like a little retreat for your team because it is a fun, uh, stress free or kind of you know it's a fun style of stress right <laughs> um, environment that allows you to learn how other people operate and think. And kind of have more insight into those around you. And so your your team problem-solving skills become stronger because it gives you a more stress-free environment to, um, to tackle problems and see how people in your group solve things and handle different situations, which I think is a, it's a really cool aspect. Um, and... Part of that is because you have to communicate with people and you have to always um, keep track of where you are in the puzzle. And that's a big part of communication, especially when you have a big group. And so it, I think it's a lot of fun in that way. And I I saw that when I did it with my family and the one time when I did it with some friends and uh, my sister and my brother-in-law. Like it was it was a lot of fun. And, and we, you know, you see how other people think and approach things. And, and I really like that aspect of it. So it, it can be a really cool team building exercise. Brianna, what did you uh, find out? Yeah, so I've been trying to look for um, a website that was actually not necessarily a blog post, but more official. So I found this PBS um, essentially why I believe it was called PBS why. And so it the title of this article or this reading says the science behind why we love escape the room games so they mention in the article a professor a psychology professor their name is art markman and they say they mention i think people in the escape room when they know that there is a correct answer and that and the tasks are pretty specific if they feel like they they're good at those tasks like maybe it's a spiritual reasoning type task or solving an anagram, they might feel more confident and more willing to speak up, whereas they wouldn't in other circumstances. And essentially, I agree with that because especially in school, we face that same problem where we're not really wanting to speak up just in case it's not correct. But when it comes to escape rooms, like, we definitely want to try and solve and figure it out. I don't, like, because of what you were saying, it's just, it just gives you a drive to want to do something like that because it makes it fun. Yeah. I mean, not saying that school's not fun because especially when you're going into an amazing major that you yeah. love, <laughs> it can be fun. But more especially when you're doing an escape room, it gives you the drive to want to find an escape. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. And I like how he said that, like, it causes people who maybe normally wouldn't to speak out and, uh, and like, 
kind of show their own problem-solving skills uh, or be more social in that uh, problem-solving environment because it's 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 not as consequential, right? Because like in real life uh, or real life, but like in work, right, um, somebody might not be so willing to point out a problem or say how they might solve a problem because they don't want to face ridicule or backlash or potential like Maybe even they lose their job, right? Like because someone feels like it's it's too strong or whatever, like the suggestion. But in, in an environment like that, people feel more free because it's like, ah, well, if we don't solve it, it's just a game. And so I think it gives people more confidence and uh, more skills, more experience in communicating like uh, that psychology professor is saying. And it gives them that environment to develop those skills. And I think that goes back to your like teamwork argument almost or your teamwork point is that it puts people on level level playing field. If you're going into this situation and you, have, you all don't know what you're doing, then no one's the boss. No one's the higher up or the, the bottom of the barrel, right? You're all working together for a common cause. Uh, something that occurred to me also about escape rooms that possibly might be a uh, – a point that makes it intriguing to people is you are you see in movies like Star Wars or Indiana Jones or things that you would like to be a part of, right? And the escape room immerses you in that and it takes you from what you enjoy watching on the couch to putting you in that environment. And you get to see what it would be like to live or do that thing that you've been watching on TV. And I think that's also an important part of like murder mysteries or zombies, right? We watch zombie movies um we watch crime shows um and not that we don't we don't want to be uh taken by zombies or or you know in this situation where we could possibly be murdered in real life but i think we love the sensationalization of that and to be in a situation where we know it's fake and where we can uh just have fun and enjoy that i think that that adds to it. Yeah, I think it's it's the same reason that people want to play like video games that have you know that that you know it, it's exciting, it's competition, right? You know, video games where people shoot at each other or whatever, right? Uh, or any hobby where you're doing something that normally would be dangerous, like paintball or something or airsoft, and you but you kind of declaw it, right? It's they're not going to actually hurt you, you know, and and there's something still exciting about it and. And it's kind of that competition. I think what's fun with the uh, the escape rooms is that it's competition kind of against a bigger force with your team. And, and there's something very fun about that too where it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, you just, you conquer something that could potentially be dangerous in real life in a role-played scenario, right? And so I, I like that you pointed that out. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, and essentially this next uh, mention that this professor talks about, um, it's essentially what happened the last time that I played the escape room with the aliens. So they mention, for instance, when people are starting to have doubt in themselves and maybe lose momentum and maybe lose hope that they'll get out of the room, that's when you give another clue to keep momentum up and energize and keep people moving. And again, that makes it m- much more satisfying for the participants. That um, essentially you're creating an environment where they shouldn't want to get up, give up. And you're giving them a clue so that they would want to keep figuring it out. Because then, oh wait, they m- remembered something that could also potentially 
be included with that clue. So I think that's that was great because we were losing momentum at one point when we were in that um, alien, you know, escape the little alien pod thing. And it was like it became so much more clear once they gave us that clue what the next step was to do. Yeah, I think and that's I think that's part of the part of the fun, right? Is they give you just enough to hang on and the aesthetic draws you in and so it's it's all a lot of fun. And uh there's a lot of design and care and attention to detail that goes into a lot of these escape rooms. And Brianna had an opportunity to talk with um a designer and manager of uh Rexburg Reescape. Uh and we'll we'll play that interview right now. And then one of the questions that I had for you was how long have you been designing and setting up escape rooms? So we've only been doing it since September, since we bought it. Um, right now we're setting up a new room. It's a murder mystery room. So that's been quite the process. Um, just being creative enough to figure out those ideas. Okay, yeah. And then also, also, what is the creative process that goes behind setting up these new escape rooms? I think the first thing, um, our old manager, Maddie, she was awesome. She came up with the bulk of the idea for a new room. But I think really the origin, like the first thing you need to figure out is what theme you want the room to be. So like right now we have our alien, our mob boss, our Houdinis, and our murder mystery. So I think getting that uh, that base of what you want your room to be about. Um, and then after that, it's getting your storyline. Once you get your storyline, then it's filling in with puzzles and uh, riddles and things like that. Yeah, so out of the rooms that you currently have now, how did you come up with those specific ideas? So actually, these three, these three rooms were mostly here. Our alien room was almost done when it got here, so we had to be um, involved with that quite a bit, with like finishing the puzzles, getting everything in working order. But our Houdinis and Mob Boss have been around for, I think, two years, so that was before we bought it. Oh, okay. Okay, and then is there a community of business or anywhere that you get these ideas from? So the escape room ideas? Um, yeah, so we have, um, there's a couple websites that we can go on. The, like like I said, like the bulk of the idea is something that uh, you come up with yourself, but when you're trying to figure out like new puzzles or something like that, um, that's more we can find on like escape room enthusiast websites, um, Facebook pages, things like that. Um, and those really help when you're trying to figure out what would be a fun but doable puzzle in a room. Okay. And then also, what was your favorite aspect aspect of setting these up? I think my favorite, even though it's most difficult, is figuring out how to make a room hard enough but still easy enough to do. Because you were trying to hit that an hour is your cutoff for a room, as are most escape rooms. So you're trying to figure out a way to get most people done before that hour, but not too fast and not too slow. And I think my favorite is trying to find that balance. Yeah. And then also, what about the aspect of setting them up visually? How did you come up with that? So this murder mystery one, um, since that's the one I've been most involved with, um, because we have the idea, we have the puzzles, everything, and now we're just trying to figure out how to make it feel like a murder mystery. Like make it a little creepy, make it a little gory, kind of thing like that. Um, I think it's fun being able to, like, 
get a little creative with things. Like, might be a little much in a regular job, but here we can be, we can put, you know, like fake hands and skeletons and stuff around, and that's pretty fun. So I think that's my favorite. That's cool. And then, honestly, I'm kind of interested. Where did you get those? <laughs> so um, we have an escape room supplier um, website that we buy from, and they have a lot of props like that. And then also, like, um, stores like Spirit Halloween Seasonally, those are really good because um, there's a lot of props, and they're here. We can see them. We don't have to order them and hope they're the right thing. Yeah. And then also... How was it seeing all, hmm, I guess I could say, what was your experience seeing all of the people trying to solve those puzzles and those escape rooms? Oh, I love it. It's my favorite part of what we do here. Um, being able to see people go through the frustration and confusion of not figuring out, and then just this like high five celebrations, like hooping and hollering about being able to um, get out. Like, I think my favorite part, honestly, is watching people, um, a lot of times people will say the correct answer to a puzzle, and the rest of the group will just blow them off. And it's pretty funny to watch that, because then they'll come back around and realize they could have not wasted those 15 minutes had they listened before. Oh, no. <laughs> have you ever had any experience, or what have you seen people have done with these creative escape rooms? That has helped them to figure out clues. Like, is there any hmm, is there any any ideas that you've seen come to mind that helped people be able to figure these clues out? Um, like I said earlier, there was a ten-year-old girl that guessed one of the codes to the door, which is a four-digit random number, because it was her two favorite double-digit numbers that she put together. Um, another one was in a mob boss room. There's a puzzle that has to do with um, playing cards. And on the playing card, um, one of the playing cards had a serial number, and the last four of that serial number ended up being the code to one of the locks. So that was pretty crazy. Wow, that's insane. And then what are some of your favorite escape rooms? I haven't done um, much. Like, I've only done ours. Um, oh, but yeah. I've seen some. Like, I've tried to get really get into it, um, like, watching them online. I think our, my favorite here is Mob Boss. Uh, a big part of that is it's a two-part room. Um, so it's that celebratory, oh, we got out of the room into a second room, and then it's, all right, we got to go all over this. Do it all over again. So of ours, I think this is my favorite. Yeah, so this one's your favorite to play, right? Yes, yes. Okay, and then what was your favorite to create? Um, I think our murder mystery room was pretty fun because you can get very, I don't want to say gory per se, but for lack of a better term, gory. Yeah. And that's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. Also, the last time I came here, I tried out the extraterrestrial escape. What would you say was the hardest part that a lot of people got stumbled on when they did that? Um, so there's a thing called pigeon code. Um, and that's in the room. And that's something that escape room enthusiasts... Um, see a lot in escape rooms, so that's really easy for them. I wouldn't say easy. They usually get it faster, but for someone that's inexperienced or hasn't done a room with pigeon code, that just looks like a jumble of lines, dots, numbers, and letters. Um, so I think that is probably what people get caught up on the most. Yeah, and then also, what would you say is 
So I want to say, so all of your, um, all of your escape rooms are, you know what, let's start with the mob boss. So okay. also with the mob boss, what would you say is the most difficult part for the mob boss? Um, I think the most difficult part of mob boss is there's a lot of puzzles. Usually most of them don't take very much time. Um, but having so many puzzles means you really can't give up a lot of time on a certain puzzle or else you're not going to have enough time to do the rest. Oh, yeah. So what would you say is the f most effective strategy you to try and solve these puzzles? Don't overthink it. A lot of it's very... I wouldn't say basic, but I think a lot of it is. Um, a lot of people's initial thoughts are the correct train of thought, but they try to overthink it, overcomplicate it, and they get themselves just turned around. Okay, and then also for um, murder mystery, what would you say is a huge aspect when you are doing this murder mystery? Um, what kind of puzzles would you see when you're doing this murder mystery room? So the basis of the murder room is going to be trying to figure out um, deaths, who did it, what happened, and where they were. And um, yeah, I think that one's kind of tough. It's not all the way set up yet. Um, but I think that will be fun when it gets done. Okay, yeah. What would you say is the hardest part about creating one of these rooms? Filling it with puzzles. Um, that aren't just like generic because you want to be different you want to be special oh yeah so we're trying to find different puzzles that are um, just different from the norm like you don't want to go in and get like a bunch of riddles like only riddles or only regular locks like you want to see the combination of like riddles locks math just things like that yeah okay that I think that's pretty much it um, also, we're starting a deal for the BYUI students, uh, $10 Tuesday. So usually our price is 16 a person um, for up to three people. But we're starting a deal um, starting next week that on Tuesdays, if you bring your iCard, it's only $10 per person. So thanks, Brianna. That was a great interview. Um, what was it like going down and talking with Dylan? It was actually a really great experience. I would love to say they are a very lively people. <laughs> they were honestly so great to interview. And even before I had the interview with the owner, Dylan Pope, I, I saw the process that they were, not only that the people who participated in the escape room went through, but also how the workers interacted with them. So I thought what was very interesting and what we talked about earlier, they actually gave them incentives to to be able to finish the maze. And it's so great because at the end, if you finish or not the maze, the the escape room at the end, when you finish it, you're able to sign their wall. And it's just so cool. I was like. Yeah, and then while they were, um, while those people who are who were participating in the escape room, um, they were about to end their game, but they were so close to the finish that they said, "You know what? Let's give them an opportunity to earn a little bit of extra time, like five minutes." And they decided, "You know what? If you guys answer this." riddle, then
then we'll give you an extra five minutes, which is what we talked about earlier about having incentives to keep them wanting to play longer and yeah. play more. So yeah, I thought totally. that was great. That's yeah, that's a lot of fun. And um, something I, I thought was really interesting about the interview is not only are, has ownership recently uh, changed, which um, is pretty cool. So we might see a lot of new stuff at, at Reescape, but um, he he was talking about some of the creative things that they do. And I thought it was so interesting that he talked about there is a supplier just for escape rooms. Because I assumed that it's just like, oh, maybe like you get some stuff at like Party City or do you know what I mean? Like Halloween props and you use those suppliers. But I guess he, the way he made it sound was that there's a um, a specific supplier just for like the escape room business type, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Which But it makes sense because they're, they're kind of everywhere now. So you got to find your niche. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah. I think for me, it was similar to what Brianna said. I just, what stood out to me was his passion for the whole thing and how much he wanted it to succeed and how much he wanted people to succeed and, and how much fun he wanted them to have. And so what it was is, is it's a job of passion for him and for his, uh, his wife, right? Yeah. His wife. And then he also had a worker there as well. Yeah. So it's just an all around situation and environment where I think they just have fun all together like as much fun maybe even more than the people that do the escape rooms because they get to see behind the scenes yeah yeah I think it's really fun to have something you create be or design or whatever be enjoyed by a lot of people there's something really cool about that uh, and seeing them come back to do more or to just just to overall enjoy that that experience that you've crafted and uh you know, he talked about in the interview, you want it to be just long enough. It, you know, it can't be too quick, but it can't be too long. And you want to get between this kind of like, I imagine their sweet spot they're aiming for is like 45 minutes, you know, to, you know, something around there. And um, and I think that's really cool because I bet you when they have people have, when they see people have those experiences where they are slowly finding things out and you realize that you made it just hard enough where it's, taking them some time. I bet it's a great feeling where you see people enjoying what you've, you've created. So it's definitely a cool feeling. Yeah. And then it was just a, also a great experience watching them as they work and how they interact with them as well. I thought, I mean, not only is it a great experience that they provide to those who are within that escape room, but it was honestly a great experience watching them behind the scenes. So I got to see a little bit of that, which was pretty, pretty great. You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts are me, Christian Nelson, Chandler Guadnane, and Brianna Leal, with special guest Dylan Pope. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by Christian Nelson. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. 
Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media or visit the website byui.edu slash radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to BYU-Idaho Radio Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.